You're listening to an Amplify podcast. We are talking about our little DIY projects. We are. So Genevieve, Genevieve made a banger DIY project the other day, didn't you? <laughs> Thank you. Um, we had the Sin Awards the other week and I made, well, not the dress. I bought a dress and then I pinned stuff onto it and like made all these felt cutouts and made some earrings and stuff to uh, be a character which was Miss Frizzle from the Magic School Bus so that was my little DIY project that I've done recently um we want to know if you have done any DIY projects what are your favorite ones you know were they a success or were they a fail because sometimes they can go very badly if you do it yourself and tweet us at Amplify Sin that's S-Y-N. And Tara, have you had any little DIY projects? Yeah, I have this DIY that I do maybe once or twice a year. It's called cleaning my room. It's a pretty big project <laughs> for me to undertake. Um, I'm sure my mum will agree that it 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 can take me a while, but it usually ends up looking pretty good afterwards. Yeah. Um, I think she'd wish I did it more often. <laughs> That's a shame to be her, but, you know, I'm a busy girl. <laughs> um. But for reals, I have just learned how to like burn and make your own CDs, you know, using iTunes and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's so fun. I actually really like it. So I'm going to like, make everyone CDs and all my friends better, <laughs> you know, better get ready for this. I'm going to make you mixtapes, but on CDs Little because it's the 21st century. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you've got extras, just leave them at the Sin House. <laughs> Yeah, true. I should. And it'll just be panic at the distro all the way. Well, psych. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, another little DIY project that I have done is um, I made my own, like, whiteboard organiser. Uh, I didn't like any of the ones on sale, so we bought a whiteboard and um, some tape and I ruled it all up myself nicely. Yeah? Yeah. And also when I was younger, I used to make a lot of um, cards and, like, little gifts for people. One time I made, oh, like, I made my own chocolate, basically. Oh. Well, not, like, from the cocoa bean or anything. <laughs> I didn't venture into a jungle, <laughs> extract no, cocoa no, beans you and molded your own yeah, chocolate. I, yeah. I molded my own chocolate into, like, Easter eggs and then gave teachers little baskets. Because you were suck up. Yep. <laughs> There's no way to win a teacher's heart quite like bribes. That is so true. This is real life lessons you're learning here on Amplify. Amplify on Sin 90.7. Now we're going to be taking you through a virtual tour of Genevieve and Tara's <laughs> life. So we want you to sit back, relax, maybe close your eyes while we talk about a little adventure we went on today before this show. Yes, we did. Uh, Tara came to my place and then we got in the car, we got some tunes on, played, played some Panic at the yeah, Disco. Yeah, was Panic at the Disco, a fever you can't sweat out. Just just, just absorb <laughs> that. Just Good album. Yeah. Um, if you don't like it, that's all right. We, we don't hold judge it, uh, grudges. grudges. Um, anyway, we, we drove to the Dandenong Ranges, I think it was, and we went to Olinda Falls. Which is a beautiful place, isn't it? Unless you're walking up that very steep hill back to the car park. Yeah. You might not see the beauty then. But hey, that's for later. Let's keep going through our mind palace. That's becoming your mind palace. 
reference there. Yeah. Um, we lay down on the picnic mat. We took a seat. We unloaded our picnic sandwiches with chicken and avocado and mayonnaise, but not, not mayonnaise for Tara. Um, we, had, we had some pink lemonade and Madeira cake. Oh, that was beautiful. Just imagine the sweetness of that cake. It was amazing. And the natural sounds around you. We saw a kookaburra. And also a yellow um, swallow. Um, so we, after our, our picnic, we packed up and we went for a walk. Where did we go? We walked down to the falls. We first took the easy track, but then decided to go off the beaten track. Yeah, uh, we took some shortcuts along tree logs and through the waterfall. Through the waterfall, yeah. It wasn't a large waterfall, I would say. It was just like it was easy climbing. Yeah. Well, for me. <laughs> for Genevieve. And this is where this is where Tara's little struggles come into play. Yeah. Everyday life as a short person is quite hard. Because, okay, so I'm watching Genevieve and she's just climbing around and it's looking pretty good. It's pretty easy for me as well until she gets to this one particularly large rock, which to her, she just stepped down it. She was fine. And from where I was standing, it looked fine as well. I was like, she did that. (laughs) I could do that. I'm not that much smaller than her. I'm about a foot shorter than her. Anyway, um, I get to this rock. I kind of go, oh, hmm. Yes, this It'll is be big. right, you know. <laughs> so I so I get down onto my bum. I'm sitting down just thinking, I'm now I've now just I'm so much closer to the ground. I should be fine. I this should this is easy. I just have to slide off my bum onto the rock down below. No. There was still about almost a foot of space between my feet and the ground <laughs> of the next rock. And surrounding that rock down below us was water everywhere. So I just had to take a leap of faith pretty much. <laughs> But did you stick the landing? Almost. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> you know, I didn't end up in the water, but Honestly, it could have been better. Honestly, I didn't see this part because I had already continued climbing because climbing through waterfalls is not an issue for me and often I just do it. Like any time we go to rivers or waterfalls or whatever, I just climb through the rocks. Um, but I didn't see Tara fall. Uh, we were just sitting on part of a dry rock looking at the waterfall later and she goes my bum is all wet and dirty and I was like why is your bum wet and then she goes I may or may not have slid down and fallen a little (laughs) I slid down a massive rock and fell yeah um which is pretty I'm pretty ashamed because just before that Genevieve had blessed me as, (laughs) as she calls it the child of the river born of the springs Yes. Um, I call it being splashed with very cold water, but hey, to each um, their own. You are a mountain child now and you are blessed. I am blessed. You, are you blessed. hear that? I'm hashtag blessed and kind of cold and dirty. Mountain child and spirit of the spring. I'm special, guys. <laughs> um, so... Next up, we'll be talking about tall versus short, which we have seen today. There are some struggles for both sides, but we'll be having a little bit of a debate on which is better. And you can get involved in the debate as well. Pick a side, all right? Tweet us in, are you tall or are you short? And give us a reason. Yeah, give us a reason. We need to know what makes... Which is better. Yeah, what makes your size dominant. Amplify. 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 Amplify.
we're having a bit of a debate right now. Genevieve and I are no longer friends for this <laughs> for this upcoming maybe five to eight minutes, hey? Because we are having a debate. We're having a full-on fight, not a full-on fight, because we're in a studio with lots of nice technology around <laughs> us that we don't want to break. No, but we are having a debate about tall versus short. So I'm tall. I'm a tall person. I'm 5'11", I think. And I'm short. I'm a very short person. I'm about 4'11", maybe. Pos- could be 4'10". I'm not <laughs> 4'10". sure. 4'10". Don't, don't, don't round up here. Okay. Anyway, so pros of being a tall person. I'm going to throw a few at you and you can take a turn to rebut my arguments. Anyway, at a concert, I can actually see how great is that. I can see the artists. I can see the performers. If I lose you in the crowd, I'm going to find you because I can see over most people. Okay. I go to a concert to hear music, right? Yeah. So at a concert, even though I might not be able to fully see what's going on on stage, it gives me a chance to look around at all the other people around us enjoying the exact same music at the exact same time and getting the exact same feelings and just seeing everyone having a great time because I can see that. I can watch you all. I can see your faces. And I can really use this to get lost in the music because I'm not going dreamy over who's actually on stage. I'm listening to the noises that they are making, the sounds that are coming at me, and it's it's a whole new experience. It's a whole it's it's amazing. Also, I can see Genevieve forever because <laughs> she's got bright orange hair. So, like, that's true. Um, well, to to rebut that argument, you may be able to not see on stage, but and feel the vibe of the other people maybe as you were saying Mm -hmm. but um I think it's better if you can do that and see the people on stage you build up a little bit of a audience performer relationship if you you're near the front you're tall you stick out you stand out you're going at it you're dancing you're you're having a great time and you can make eye contact with them this has happened before okay but when you're short people treat you nicer (laughs) So you get to the front, easy as. No one is complaining. No one's saying, oh, this massive person's in my way. No, because I'm there. I'm considerate to the others. I'm there at the front, but I'm not blocking anyone else's view. Mm. That's true, but oftentimes one person is not going to ruin your entire night. There are ways to move around them. I'm not here to ruin your night. I'm here to have a good time as well. Anyway... Also, I'm easy to find in a crowd, and the advantage of being easy to find in a crowd and also being tall is that you can see your short friends in the crowd too because you can scan all the heads, you know, look for hair colour or look for the top they were wearing. So, yeah, at that Halsey concert with my brown hair and the same (laughs) shirt that everyone else had just bought, I must have been so easy to see. Yeah, but... Apparently you didn't see me and okay. ditched me okay. and went and this just is, sit this down. Is, this is a different problem. This is a different um, debate. I'm going to go back to something Something about short people is that we have little legs and while this could bring up many, many problems, it has one pro at least and that is if you are someone who so feels inclined to shave your legs, it takes a lot less time than it Aww. would for for those 
people with leads up to your bloody shoulders, <laughs> you know. You're bringing out a, a, a sore one here, Tara. <laughs> yes, it does take me ages to shave my legs. I'm very lazy, so I don't do it often. But, yeah, there is a lot of leg <laughs> to go around, a lot. And and wouldn't it be a bit annoying trying to, uh, you know, stay out of people's way or even hide with all that leg? You, know? you see, this is an issue, but I'm quite good at folding myself up and getting into small places. So it's a bit of origami and I'm fine. I don't have to. So here's the thing. That small place, that was built for me. Okay, sometimes I have to act like a bit of a contortionist, but I'm also really flexible. So that's not a problem for me. <laughs> okay. Um, it's easy to walk fast with long legs. Okay, yes. I think I win that bit. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing I could come back with for that because having little leads and trying to keep up with your friends is is a struggle. You're you're constantly running a marathon, but hey, we have good cardio. Good cardio health for small people. I don't know. Um, here's another thing. Others help you more because you may be perceived as younger or... Well, I don't know what's good about that, but people do help you a lot more. They they go, oh, can you not reach? And even if you could reach, you just sit there and go, oh, yeah, no, I'm so small, ha, ha, ha. And they get stuff for you. Never have to lift an arm, an arm literally. Uh, you see here, I wrote down as a pro for being tall also that you can lend a hand to uh, shorties. <laughs> You can oh, lend so a helping hand. That's you. a pro. Because we, be a we come off looking at, like, the great person that we are, obviously. But we come off looking so kind and caring and... Okay, but to short people, we see you as our massive slaves. <laughs> I don't know what this is like for average-sized people. We're just, they're, like the, they're like the ones sitting in the middle of the fight just going, um, guys? <laughs> okay. Um, I can reach that top shelf. What happens if you don't have a tall friend around? Hmm? Well, I improvise. I use chairs. Don't use chairs, by the way. That is um <laughs> health and safety. <laughs> health and safety non-compliant. Anyway, yeah, I find a way. I use step ladders. Step ladders are health and safety compliant. If you, if they're all checked and stuff, I don't know the deal. <laughs> I don't know the deal. Do you have any more? Any more? Do pros? you have any more? I use them up. Other people help you. That's That was my winner, is that you just don't have to do anything. Well, okay. I do have a con, though, because this is a problem for me, all right? Yeah. Other people using me as an armrest. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, my gosh, we're so cute. Isn't this funny? No, I have neck problems now. <laughs> Getting serious. <laughs> I have neck issues because of you. So Damn tall people. Genevieve, just stop. <laughs> okay, to sum up my argument, I mean, I've got a fair few cons as well. There are, there are up and downsides to both. Exactly. But how do you hide? I can fold up. I said I, I fold up really well. I mean, my ginger hair doesn't help me hiding. It's no, it's, I stick out like a sore thumb. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so to sum up my argument, at concerts I can actually see, I build a relationship with the person on stage. You make eye contact. I've received winks before, you know, 
little bit of high fives I received or directed double, singing. I received double tates when they don't. Is that a toddler at my concert? <laughs> okay, so I win. Um, I get directed singing, so thank you very much. But no, um, I'm easy to find in a crowd. I can also see over people so I can find other people in crowds quite easily. I can walk really fast without trying that hard because my legs are just generally longer and they cover more area. And I can reach that thing at the top shelf. Also, I look really kind when I help out the short ones. Okay, well, I can enjoy a concert in my own unique way that's so much more special. I do take less time with the self-maintenance of shaving, if you choose to do that. Um <laughs> I hide without becoming a circus act, or having to become a circus act, I should say, and others help me. I have giant people, they are my slaves, and I'm okay with that, okay? Because you use me as an armrest, so I get to use you as an <laughs> extendable arm, okay? Okay, well, we want to know, which side of the fence do you sit on? Who won this debate? Tweet us, at Amplify Sin, S-Y-N. Shoot us a message on Facebook, Amplify On Sin. Any any means of getting it to us. All our social medias are at Amplify S-Y-N. We'd love to hear from you. Are you a tall person? Are you a short person? Are you the average one that caught in the middle of this conversation? Yep. And... Sorry. <laughs> Amplify from five to six weekdays on Sin. Genevieve has had many far-fetched <laughs> theories, so I think she's the one who should be controlling this right now. Take it away. Okay, so my first far-fetched theory is a recent theory that I came up with. Fitbits, or things like it, they, they, they have a light that takes your pulse and they track your calories burned, they track your steps per day. I think uh, they run a promotion somewhere. A company runs a promotion that you get a Fitbit if you do a certain amount of steps per day. And so many people have Fitbits. Something about them could be potentially, I don't know, not safe, possibly. Everything's safe until it's proven not, I guess. So what if the government perhaps is trying to control us via Fitbits? I think I've watched too much Doctor Who, to be honest, but there's like a Cyberman thing in Doctor Who where uh, they all these people have like earpieces and stuff and then they get controlled and turned into robots. There could be something going on here. Fitbits, they're, they're kind of taking over the world and products like it. Those, yeah. <laughs> Products, you heard it here first, guys. Everyday products are taking over the world because the government is behind it all. Yay. Um, yeah. See, I have some odd theories. They're possibly far fetched. So, we w- yes, exactly. I have a list of all her odd <laughs> and crazy theories that she's come up with over the time because she's been like this for a while and I'm starting to worry about her. But uh, here's why dental hygiene. <laughs> Another product that is taking over the world, apparently toothbrushes, um, are a way for the government to control us. Genevieve, would you like to explain why? Okay, well, I was just thinking about how weird toothbrushes are. Like, they're weird, like, plastic, they're fake fibres that you rub along your tooth. It's a bit weird. I mean, sure, it cleans them, I guess, but who came up with the idea to stick... 
um, synthetic bristles on a stick Ooh. that you put some weird paste on that's flavoured and then rub it along your food bones. Okay. <laughs> food bones. <laughs> yes. Uh, scientific terminology here with Genevieve. Anyway, maybe they weren't always synthetic bristle- bristles, you know? Our world has evolved to make things True. synthetic because it's just easier in production, easier to make money off, less harmful to animals and the environment, sometimes more harmful, but let's forget about that. Um, but like rubbery plastic bits that you just put put in your mouth and rub them along your teeth. I mean, you're taught not to put things in your mouth. Well, this thing will eventually come out of your mouth. Anyway, this is getting into places we don't need to go. Our next one is um, artificial intelligence. Now, to Genevieve, this is a very bad thing, especially because she watches Person of Interest a lot, as do I. And it made me kind of paranoid until I realised, hey, it's inescapable. One day the governments will, if they don't already know every single thing about us... (laughs) What are we going to do about it? That's not so much artificial intelligence. The artificial intelligence... I'm I'm scared about uh, robots developing consciousness and all that and then... That's what happened in Person of Interest. Okay, okay. Well, I haven't seen up that far yet, Tara. Okay, never mind. Artificial intelligence. Um, Anyway... So there's two points here. There's the one that, like person of interest, everyone is watching you through security cameras. There's no privacy. Everyone knows what you're doing. You're constantly being filmed, recorded, etc. That that personally kind of scares me. I mean, you want to have some sort of privacy and what's to say that they're not going to stop us doing certain things because they're always following us? Okay, what certain things would they stop us from doing? I don't know. Maybe one day you're like, oh, let's go for a hike or something. And they're like, oh, no, that could be dangerous. You're a potential danger. Let's take them out. I don't know. I'm not sure what things uh, you, you could be doing. That, but that that me being blessed on the mountain <laughs> today could have... Possibly. Who knows? All right. Artificial intelligence needs to stop, all right? Because yeah. I'm a blessed child. I mean, Terminator <laughs> and, and all those movies, just it's it's kind of going to happen. If you keep pushing it and give, like, computers their own free will, something bad will happen. It's just not a good mix and it should never be done and it's going towards that way and I don't want to be around when it happens. Yeah, true. So we are running out of time at the moment, which is funny <laughs> because Genevieve also has a problem with time. What is it to you, Genevieve? It's an illusion, is it? It's a lo- an illusion. Time is a concept invented to keep us in line. Okay, but we literally do not have the time for you to talk about this right now. So... <laughs> That yeah, so Genevieve, she's slightly nuts. Thank you. But she's our one and only Genevieve. She's yeah. the voice of underage Melbourne here in Amberfy. I'm also Sing. the voice of Guru Genevieve. Haven't visited. Oh yeah, guys. Um, some of you conspiracy theorists actually got it right. Guru Genevieve is in fact Genevieve from oh, Amplify Scene. The Whoa. the plot thickens. This podcast was brought to you by Amplify. 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 The sound of underage Melbourne.